The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink and welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. Yeah, I don't expect that the I don't expect Dallas is gonna lose to the yeah. commanders. So I mean, I think the reality is I you know, I'm gonna say I think the Eagles are better off in the fifth seed anyway, because if you look at how it plays out, I think they have a more favorable matchup in the first round if they're the fifth seed. I I don't disagree with that. I mean sorry, I'm so, trying to pull off the stand pull up the standings right now. Well, the the Bucks got in, I think. Yeah, the Bucks got in. I I didn't see the end of that game. So, I, I I don't know who it currently is right now. We're watching. So, we'll preface this by this is the final week of the NFL season, and currently the second wave of games have started. So the four right. the four o'clock hour games have started, and we have just found out that it robs Steelers. Or playoff bound. By the skin of our teeth. It doesn't matter how Again. you get in, just so you get in. Right. We are in. So, you know, that's a thing for the Steelers this uh-huh. year. We'll see what happens. Well, that first playoff game. Yeah. I think that's what drives me nuts, is you can't look at the Steelers and be like, okay, it's going to be a good season. It's every game matters well, right down to the last second with them. I feel like... I've said this to several Steelers fans, and I haven't gotten uh, I haven't gotten a straight answer. And not that it, not it's a, I guess it's not a question; it's more of a statement. I feel like the Steelers did a poor job of planning for life after Ben Roethlisberger, and it's odd to me because they're such a well-run organization, typically. So I think this is where the Steelers actually have a huge flaw in how we do football, mm-hmm. and it's what you just said. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. We tried to build a team around the quarterback. And the quarterback is important, but Very. we have always been the defensive line team. Mm-hmm. That's where we make our changes. That's where we make our plays. Well, if you know anything about football, that's a smart, pretty smart move. Building your team around the offensive and defensive line is what most successful football teams end up. Right, but I mean, the Steelers have been known for that iron curtain. Mm-hmm. And we have not done that well for the past almost two decades. I mean, Troy Pumalamala was one of the last greats. Now, T.J. Watt is certainly making an impression this year. Oh, I mean, he's a—he's just <laughs> a stud. I mean, the dude's a stud. I mean, you don't even have to be a Steelers fan. If you can't admit that the dude's a stud, oh my gosh. then you're just, you're, there's something wrong with you. I mean, you just... There comes a point where you just need to be a football fan. Yeah. I, I don't remember which game it was this year, but there was one of them where he got his helmet ripped off. Oh, he, and he's he was an just, animal. He was. He was like, okay, I don't care. I'm I'm on this field for blood. I'm convinced that and man would play playing. without a helmet. Oh, yeah. And 100%. I'm slightly terrified that he would do more damage without a helmet. I, to himself <laughs> and others. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I, so I just realized that we poured these drinks then i put the bottle 
in the in the recycling bin. So right now I'm going to text our producer Nell to see if she can bring us the bottle <laughs> so that we can uh, accurately depict what we're drinking. <laughs> so to help, I guess, preface some things that are coming ahead for the drunk squirrel, this is going to be a test of how mad our wives are at us. <laughs> we definitely just recorded two episodes with them. We only planned one. We wound up recording two. And it was getting a little intense there right at the end of that second one. Yeah, I, I mean, wow. It was, it I don't know what good. to say. I don't know what to say. I in, in some aspects, I felt as though we took it too far, but maybe we did not. I, yeah, I think when I'm listening to it back, I'll get a better sense for it. But in the moment, I'm like, oh, man, maybe we maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't have said that or maybe we shouldn't have said that. And I don't know what the answer is. See, I don't think we pushed it too, too far. No. I think we pushed it to we'll probably have some conversations, mm-hmm. you know, about how relationships work <laughs> in our marriage and our standing in those said relationships. Yeah, fair enough. But I don't think either of us is going to be sleeping out in the uh, car tonight. No, no. I mean, took it. I, I don't mean took it too far in our relationships. Actually, okay. I, I didn't. I, I maybe I didn't express myself well. I meant it took it too far for the podcast. Like, did we go? Like, is this maybe not the space for that? Because I think we were all being honest. But maybe, maybe this podcast is not the space for that. What do you think? Actually, I think it's going to work out great because there is a truth to it of, okay, (laughs) if you're out there and you're in a relationship of any kind, Mm -hmm. parts of the topics we were talking about are there. It's just as a society and culture, we don't talk about them. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. I guess we just talked, we spoke publicly about things that maybe aren't always spoken about publicly. Yeah. And not in a way to be degrading or derogatory. No, 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 no. You know, vulgar. It was just okay. This is a reality of relationships. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate? Yeah, these issues and take this moment as a teaser for what's to come. Yeah, and it also, as the ladies alluded to, I think both Nell and Mel alluded to. It was interesting because it was very similar <laughs> there, in both, and then like you alluded to, then like uh, yeah, probably more common than not. Yeah, there was a moment where we we're all going, "Oh, wait a minute, you." You two as ladies universally feel this way, and Kenny and I as men universally feel this way. It, yeah. It's I, not truly universal, but it's... I, I have a feeling it's pretty darn close, to be honest with you. Yeah. So... But we're talking football. <laughs> we're talking football in this episode. I got to be honest. So, so yeah. All right. So, right now, the Eagles are playing against the Giants. They're in the first, first quarter. How have you felt? Oh, they're right at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. How have you felt about the Eagles this year? I mean, you guys are going into the playoffs. You're at the fifth seed, which is lower than I expected. I actually truly did expect another Kansas City Eagles year. Well, I feel like if you'd have, if you'd have talked to most people around like the football world five weeks ago, they they all would have said the same thing you did. If you're an Eagles fan and you've been paying attention, it's just interesting, you know, because they were they were winning games, they were struggling to win games, and then it kind of just it it kind of just went off the rails. But I a part of me feels like the gauntlet that has been the last quarter of their season has caught up with them, and they had they they 
not arguably, these are it's statistically. They, oh, oh, dude, someone's down. Oh, boy, that is not good. Brown's down. He's holding his knee, and I think that might just end. Yeah, well, oh, my God. Well, that's not a good sign. He knows it, too. And the Giants are all happy. What a bunch of. And I cannot believe they're still celebrating on this one. Yeah, that one. I don't uh, know. I didn't see it. I, it looked non-contact, and that those are the ones that scare you. Yeah. Honestly, the it looks, looks like, like he lands on it wrong. Yeah, but. not good. Yeah, AJ Brown just yeah. Anyway, I I feel like the Eagles over the last they had the toughest schedule in the league this year, which was it's that's statistically it's not like a you know that it's the reality of what happened, and part of it I feel like is they just you know they just they played a lot of good teams. But I feel like the league has caught up with them a bit, and they need to be, you know, they need to adapt a little bit, and they have not. I, I got to say, I'm impressed. The The Eagles have been doing a lot better in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to joke, and early on with you, of, oh, yeah, the Eagles, always the bridemaid, never <laughs> the bride. Well, that was, but it's, that was the reality for a very long time. Yeah, but you guys are serious contenders right now, and, and have been, you yeah. know, about two or three years, yeah. Maybe a little longer, but still. Yeah, I mean, growing up, like the Eagles were just like, oh, if they had a good year, it was like, oh, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> you know, Yay. you know, you just you just never saw it. But you, I mean, on the other side of that, you know, the Steelers <laughs> are just always good. Uh, you know, they were. Like, this, I, this comes that comment comes from a place of privilege. It does. I, I'm not arguing. <laughs> You're that. a very privileged fan as a Steelers fan. There's no very, argument on that. Very much. What the only other team that has six Super Bowl wins is the Patriots. Uh, or are yeah. they up to seven? Uh, yeah, they're still uh, at six. Wow, that's a good question. I think your phone will tell you. Google. But yeah, I mean, you know, the Steelers have done football well. That's just the reality. They do it well. They they're very stable at ownership. They're very stable at the coaching level. They're very stable at the general manager level. They're just stable throughout the organization. They're stable, and that's one of those things that has made the Ravens so good also, and it's also one of the things that has made that rivalry one of the best rivalries in sports, not just football. There is, yes, there is a good piece to that. That is the Ravens-Steelers, and the Ravens were the old Browns, and, I mean, those two teams Mm -hmm. challenged and pushed, and who the Ravens are today, I... Mm-hmm. You can never let Nell listen to this. Well, she's going to hear it. Well, I mean, if she listens. You can never let Nell listen to this. <laughs> okay. Do you need me to block her from the podcast? I need you to like accidentally break her phone. <laughs> I'm th- Delete this file. If you think I'm doing that, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. I know, but <laughs> no, I'm not actually admitting to this. Ah, the Cowboys are up by seven. Yeah, um, I, I mean, we all expected that, I think. Yeah. Oh, they just... The Redskins blocked the field goal. Commanders. Or, yeah, not the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about okay, yeah. what they should have named themselves. We'll talk maybe about that one later, too. Yeah, you had, yeah, you had literally, and you came up with the Commanders. <laughs> Could have just Come called on. them the Skins, all right? Come on. Yeah, like, skins you, with a palette of colors. Like, yeah. like, everything was open, and Commanders is what you came up with. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But, no, I... So it is the Patriots and the Steelers tied at six Super Bowl wins each. Mm-hmm. And the Steelers have been a team. I And there's something to be said about football 
and the team's kind of embodying the spirit of the town. Oh yeah, like that's w- true. When I look at the Steelers, they're they've got a hard line defense, or at least that's what I, I feel about them because that's part of what Pittsburgh has always been. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be on that defensive line. We're going to be the we are a hard working town. I haven't felt like that with the Steelers for a while. Okay. Like, I, Roethlisberger was not a bad quarterback, but I felt like he held the ball too long and wore down our defenses. Do you feel like that is, that is shared amongst a lot of Steelers fans? Do you think people, do you think Steelers fans, in a way, resent Roethlisberger a bit? Towards the end, he started getting a name in the town. Not everyone, but and I was one of them. I am one of them. I like Roethlisberger. He is a good quarterback. I don't think we used him the best we could have, mm. and I don't think we built the line. Like in the Troy Pumalamala years mm-hmm. and the Bettis the Bus years, Oh yeah, we had that figured out. Post-Pumalamala, post-Bettis, mm-hmm. just Roethlisberger, we, we never seemed to find a stride mm. when we were trying to build around him. Mm-hmm. And it just, it didn't feel like it ever worked. But towards the end, he had earned a name of Worthlessburg. <laughs> so that was in Pittsburgh? And that wasn't just outside of Pittsburgh? Yeah. Okay. And, and it was, you know, maybe 50-50. So, so uh, he's walking. A.J. Brown is walking off of the field with some trainers, and it doesn't even look like he's limping. So that's um, a good thing. But, yeah, my guess is, so the Eagles could... The Eagles could end up being the two seed or the five seed, depending on how today plays out. My guess is they just pull the plug on him now and just let the chips fall where they may. Well, better to play that safe than sorry. Yeah, because, I mean, they're already in a playoff spot, so you're not going to. But the way he was holding his leg when he was on the ground, I was like, oh, my God. But but it was sort of the way T.J. Watt was last night. Do you see him, like, pounding the ground? I thought, oh, man. I actually missed that. Addy saw that. So he was just pounding the ground. I thought, oh, he knows he's hurt bad. So this is what was aggravating. It was when I was watching the game, the Steelers weren't scoring. Mm. Uh, (laughs) I know. I know. But then with the course of how the afternoon was, because we canceled church. Oh, yes. When that call came in, I had to go and I had to work. I had to take care of a few things with Mm. the internet, send out an email to my students, da-da-da-da-da. So I walked away from the game. The Steelers scored. TJ Watt got hurt. And I came in, it was like the last two minutes of the fourth, or uh, seven minutes of the fourth, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Yeah. And, you know, Adeline's like, oh, hey, here's what happened, and they scored, and the, this guy, what, something got hurt. <laughs> and you're like, what? Be like, what? You say, say what now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't lose TJ Watt right now. Yeah. He's, I, I like where we're trying to build. I like what we're doing with Pickett. I like what we're doing with Watt. I like how we're getting the team framed up. And I think it's going to be a good maybe year in the next year or two. We just have to get there. Okay. So building on what you just said, Kenny Pickett. Yes. Do you believe this is, This guy is the answer for the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers at the quarterback position? Yes. Okay. I think if we get a few things balanced, mm-hmm. and I think Pickett has a lot of good potential. Of course he does. So I'm I'm excited about it. I like the fact that we got rid of Matt Canada. Yeah, I think that was 
I think that was needed. The time now, just for a switch, for a change, you know? Yeah. Now, you know, there are calls to get rid of Tomlin. That's ridiculous. And I agree with that. Wildly ridiculous. I, I think if we give Tomlin time and space, he's going to do just fine with this team. And players? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm I'm curious to see. I would love to see the Steelers pull an underdog story in the playoffs this year. I don't expect it. But, oh, eh, knee questionable for Brown. Yeah, I just feel like you're not going to bring Brown back in this game now at this no, point. No, why risk it? Yeah, I mean. You've, you've already got a playoff seed. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's similar to yesterday when Watt wanted to come back in the game. Yeah, and they, they were like, and he he was limping. I mean, A.J. Brown wasn't even limping walking off the field, so. All right. Now, here's the big question. Okay. How do you feel about playoffs? There are a few wild card things that are getting worked out. But of the teams that are there, who are you feeling like our Super Bowl is this year? Yeah, I mean, so if you know anything about us in our relationships, and if you're a regular (laughs) on this podcast, you know that Nell, my wife Nell, is a Ravens fan. Right. I'm an Eagles fan. Rob's a Steelers fan. Does Mel really watch football or care about football? Did we never talk about this? No, I don't. You know, I don't think we have. I really don't know the answer How to this question. How did we never talk about this? I, I'm just. I'm realizing it now that we have not. So, all right. Again, a little bit of a teaser. This is a deep, dark secret of Mel's. Dum dum dum. And it's not going to go well this year if it plays out. <laughs> Melinda is a Cowboys fan who married a Steelers fan, and that resolved. Oh. Yeah. See. So here's your pitch, all right? Our next two episodes are relationships and, you know, how Kenny and I met our wives and all of that. We don't actually cover the football stuff, but when Melinda and I met and got married, she was a Cowboys fan. And, I mean, that that resolved. She's been married to a Steelers fan long enough that, you know... I don't know what to say right now. I know, I know. I've been in shock now. (laughs) It changes the whole perspective of her. Now, in her defense, she is a native-born Texan. Oh, well, see, that's very acceptable. Yeah. Okay, see, I have, like, I respect that. She moved to Pennsylvania when she was about two years old, but she's mm-hmm. a native-born Texan. Mm-hmm. She grew up in Pennsylvania. Okay. And her dad was a big Cowboys fan. Fair enough. So. I understand that. Okay, see, that is, that I respect. Yeah. Now, if it's a Cowboys year at the Super Bowl, mm, I love my wife. I don't think it's going to be. I I don't think so either, but I'm really uncomfortable with how many of the commentators are like, "Oh, this is the Cowboys coming back." Yeah, but please they, no. It's, I feel like they we've been they've been saying that now for a couple of years. I I know. And I yeah, I which don't know. Which is part of the reason why I'm like I really don't want the Cowboys to come back. I don't want the Patriots to come back. Well, I think the Patriots <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> like Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, I mean He's, He's yeah. got to be toast after this season. Yeah, I think that I think it just it's run its course now. It was similar to, I mean, not the same, but similar to the Andy Reid Eagles. You know, it just ran its course, and it was time for both parties to part ways. So, Andy Reid, he went out to the Chiefs, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He's done well out there. Uh huh. Yeah, he's done okay. That's that's a bit of a knife to the side. He's he's done okay for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Andy Reid. I, I I think he's a good guy. He's a good coach, and you know, it was just a new, you know, it was time for a, a new scenery for both sides. For everyone, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny it how that out works okay. sometimes. It, yeah. yeah, whereas he's not a bad coach. It's just it's not the right formula. Yeah, it just 
you know, he had a ton of success in Philadelphia. So not no Super Bowls, but you know, he, a ton he did of, well building a foundation. A ton, a ton of success. He yeah. he has built the foundation that the Eagles are still enjoying. Let's just yeah. say that. I really truly do believe that. I and I wouldn't I would not fight that. That's yeah. pretty good. All right. What are your predictions? For the Super Bowl? Yeah. I I mean, the Ravens look like the best team in football. I don't think that's I, I find it hard to believe that that's debatable. I, I mean, I want to fight that, but that's <laughs> only because yeah. of that old rivalry, Steelers-Ravens. Yep. But otherwise, I got nothing because it's, yeah, they're, yeah. Now, the NFC is a really, really tough thing <laughs> because the the Cowboys look really good at home when they play on the road, not so much. I, you know, a team that I'm that I, I'm a little afraid of is, are the Rams. Really? The Rams are peaking at the right time, huh. and it could, be, it could be incredibly difficult, but I'm going to tell you that the Ravens are who I am choosing on For the, AFC. the AFC side. I mean, I don't know how you can watch football over the last six to eight weeks and pick against the Ravens if, you're not, if it's not just an emotional pick. Yeah, I, and again, I um, don't tell Nell, but it's hard not to pick the Ravens. They really have been yeah. great in these past couple weeks. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I, I kind of like the the Lions. Yeah, I think the Lions are a very good team. Matt, you know, they... They're, they're not... They, they are very well coached. Yeah. They're a hard-nosed team. They're all around. They're pretty good. They're not like outstanding, outstanding, mm-hmm. but they just feel solid. They do. I mean, they got completely. You know, the, the one of the reasons that I say this about the Ravens is it was because it, it's like okay, so we're gonna we're gonna throw the Lions at you. All right, they're a good. They're a good team. They're fighting for the number one seed. The Ravens ran them out of the gym. Like yes. ran them out of the gym. But like, all right. We're gonna we're gonna throw the 49ers at you. They're 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 the best team in football. Ran them out of the gym, on their own field, and then we're like, all right, we're gonna throw the Dolphins at you. They're still fighting for the number one seed in the AFC. Ran them out of the gym, and it's like everybody, all the best teams that you keep throwing at them, they keep running them off the field. Yeah, but that all being said, I still think it's gonna be a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. I think we're gonna get a repeat of the the blackout game. <laughs> Oh, when the lights went off. I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah. I think we're going to get a rematch of the blackout game. I really, truly do. That was like 20 years ago. I mean, well, that was was like five or six, wasn't it? I think it's more than that, isn't it? I mean, I I think Ray Lewis was uh, Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs and those guys were still playing at that time. That was that team. Tory Smith was still playing wide receiver for the Ravens, I believe. And Quan Bolden. wrong. 2013. So 10 years. I thought it was longer than that. 10 years, 11 years, depending on how you're looking at it. Yeah. Cripe. 11 years. Yeah. And I really feel like those, you know, honestly, I think those are the two best teams. I, Well, they are. I mean, they're number one seeds in both. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like the, the 49ers are going to choke. I really do. Okay. Like, I feel like there has been a lot put on them. I hear you, but I don't know who is going to be the one to beat them. Well, and that's the question. Maybe the Lions, like you brought up. Yeah. But when you get past that, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like, 
show me a roster that stacks up against it. And I would say Philadelphia. I would say the Eagles. I'm an Eagles fan, but what I've seen over the last six to eight weeks, I just don't. I mean, it's the playoffs. I I want to see everybody coming at it with their A games. Yeah. Everybody healthy and on the field. Yeah. And that's one of the things I do love is when all the teams can walk into the playoffs strong. Because yes. you get good games. You get. Oh, yeah. You get fierce, fierce competition on that field and it's yeah. good that i mean i think it's been well documented that typically offenses seem to get you to the playoffs but defenses win in the playoffs so you know it's going to be interesting <laughs> and that's that is the truth but that's that's my pick my super bowl prediction is the ravens and the 49ers I mean, the, the, okay, so the default yeah, default position for me is I want an underdog story for the Steelers. I think reality, it is going to be like a Ravens-Lions. I, I think the Lions are going to bring it at the right moment. I don't disagree with that. So. I mean, the Lions are really, really good. Yeah. And Dan Campbell has done an amazing job with that team. He's kind of a man's man. Uh, the players really like him. And they have some. they have some really good players... Part of me feels like this is not a this is not a sentiment that's shared a lot amongst a bunch of Eagles fans right now. <laughs> but I part of me just feels like the Eagles are really talented, <laughs> really talented. Um, past the Forty ers they're the most talented team in the NFC on paper. Yeah, okay, my opinion. Yeah, all right, all right. They've been terrible <laughs> lately. <laughs> Part of me feels like they're going to find a way to put it together to to make a bit of a playoff run, and I don't think they're going to get ousted in the first round. That's what I'm saying. So, so we have had some conversation on this, but it feels like since midseason, the teams that were looking really good started choking mm-hmm. pretty fast. And even the, even the Eagles have faltered a good bit. <laughs> I did not expect... And I'm going to say this even with the Steelers. I didn't expect the losses to the Cardinals mm-hmm. of all teams. Where it's how did uh, okay? Yeah, I mean, the Eagles and the Cowboys both lost to the Cardinals this year. The Cardinals literally have four wins. Two of them were one was to the Eagles, one was to the Cowboys. Yeah, it's wild to even think about. But well, and the Cowboys Eagle rivalry, I get that. Oh yeah, I, I get why that was a. Well, that was a good game. Tough game. He's holding his hand in a weird way. Uh, That finger doesn't look right. (laughs) Jalen Hurts, just get these guys out of the game. God, just get them (laughs) out of the game. Really, I mean, Danny DeVito's over there playing quarterback for the the Giants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The Giants really love that. The Giants fans really love that guy. Yeah. They're like, it's just, they just love that guy. I really don't understand the Giants and the Jets. I'm just going to go there. <sighs> oh, no, he's not in the game anymore. Yeah, we have uh, Taylor. It hurts going into the tent because his finger was crooked. <laughs> his middle finger. He middle was not finger was. You off. He, he was flipping off the camera. I don't think he was. Oh, that's right. The Browns are in the wild card this year as well. Yeah, they sat uh, <sighs> a lot of. Go- oh, oh, yeah. This, 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 so the Cowboys and the, the, the Washington team seven and seven seven and seven and they just and Dak just threw a pick yeah so should All we right. talk a little bit about what we're drinking we should because we're almost at the end of this episode <laughs> and we haven't yet mentioned what we're drinking and I'm I'm not sure I can pronounce all of this correctly so 
is is a Ainger? Is that how you would pronounce that? Ainger? Well, I mean, it's German, so I mean, you need to make it sound like you're mad. Anger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anger. That it's sounded more Scottish. We're, 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 we're drinking the anger beer. So I I got two pints of authentic German, authentic Bavarian Hefeweizen for New Year's. And so we're drinking one of the pints. Rob and I are sharing a pint. Yeah. The name on it is A-Y-I-N-G-E-R. But yeah, so. I, and it's it's not a bad beer at all. No, it's good. It's got a, a nice tang to it. It's a little bit sweet almost. Yeah, I enjoy a good uh, Hefeweizen personally. Yeah. I don't uh, have them often. I normally go for the darks, the bitters. But yeah, it's good. I enjoy. Oy. So, all right. Well, I guess we've made our Super Bowl predictions. Yeah, we'll see what happens in a couple months. We'll see what happens with all the wild cards. Yeah, I I love this time of year with football, <laughs> but I hate it all at the same time because I know we're creeping to the end of it. That's true. Well, but then you get into draft and... Yeah. Also, the UFL, it is, right? The United Football League. Because oh, yeah. Because the USFL and the XFL... They merged this year. They merged... So we're getting the UFL, I believe it is. Okay. Yeah. We did and, talk about that a bit last year, and we never followed through with anything. No, and actually the the XFL was... The Rock. Yeah, and was it was, rel, it was relatively good football. I mean, all, relatively speaking. Did I see something recently where he went back... Yes. To, uh, yes. ...to the ring just briefly? Yeah, so if we're... Okay, if we're going down that road... <laughs> Hey, you are the wrestling guy. <laughs> yeah. So I think the Giants, did they just score again? No, they didn't well, score. they got three, so but they haven't scored yet. Okay. Well, it looks like they're going They're at goal. They're going to. But anyway, so yes, The Rock returned to the ring uh, on Monday night, this past yeah. this past Monday night, and he set up it. his promo that he cut basically was setting up a match between him and Roman Reigns. And if you're not a wrestling fan... Roman Reigns is pretty much the biggest star in the industry at this point. So, yeah. And they're, they're, they're cousins, by the way. Oh, jeez. So The Rock and Roman Reigns are both from the, you know, they both they're descend from the, the, the Samoans, like the Wild Samoans. Okay. And then you have the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso. And then you have Solo Sokoa. And then there's a few more. If you remember back in the day, if you watched wrestling at all back in the day, there was Rikishi. <laughs> Which is also a family member of, you know, descendants of the wild Samoans and everything. So it's a whole yeah, Samoan I, dynasty thing. I did not watch a lot of WWE back in the day. Well, I we talked about that. I wrestled in high school. You did? And we all hated WWE. Father we, Cock. Yep. Because <laughs> everyone would be like, oh, you wrestle. You you know, you know the pile driver. No, that's that, not the real. That's not what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting though I mean yeah so you're right I mean since you brought it up yes The Rock came back it sounds like you know we're on the road to Wrestlemania now at this point officially starts at the Royal Rumble but and Wrestlemania is in Philadelphia this year so oh there you go it is interesting that he came back Mm -hmm. he seems to have a finger in everything right now I mean he's he's been a good businessman let's just say that yeah he's not he is not hurting. He is not hurting for anything. Yeah. Let's just say that. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, we are going to wrap this up. We've made our Super Bowl predictions. We've <laughs> talked a little WWE. We had some authentic Barbarian Hefeweizen, which Rob's a little further along than I am. So, yeah, that's not an uncommon statement. In taking, this. A, <laughs> taking a sip. We have some pizza on the way. Yep. So we're going to uh, have some dinner and we're going to watch some more football. And tune in in the next two weeks to find out why Kenny and I are, well, why we're constantly in trouble. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> after this episode, we have, you know, some episodes with our wives. Speak of the devil when he shall appear. There's Andy Reid. There's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Jake from State Farm. <laughs> okay. I'm going to quit now. Here we go. <laughs> All wait, right. Wait, bet us the bus. Bet us the bus. Bet us the bus. <laughs> I don't. Ah. You don't see him in many commercials anymore. He did something recently, he, but all right. He's done some commercials over the years, but anyway. <laughs> all right. Yep. Rob, thanks for being here. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. What did my teenager shout? Oh, yeah. As Kenny's Nuggets of Wisdom. Yeah, we decided that Kenny's Nuggets of Wisdom. So, <laughs> all right. So Rob's teenager, like when he walks in the door, when we when we have these recording sessions, he just says this most random things. And what did he say today? If he, something about if you're alive or if you're alive you're still trying. Yes. There you go. So there's your Kenny's Nuggies of Wisdom as brought to you by a teenager. Those are teenagers Nuggies of Wisdom. <laughs> I feel, that's wrong. Okay. We're not going to go We're not going to go. I mean, I had Nuggies <laughs> hanging on my Christmas tree for crying out loud. So Oh, but anyway. All right. Anyway. So <laughs> We're going to leave you with that. Those are the nuggies of wisdom. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers.